This episode is brought to you by the YouTube channel Comic Pop. If you enjoy this show, subscribe to youtube.com slash comic pop for even more deep dives into your favorite comics. Hello everybody, welcome to Off the Rack. I'm Sal. I'm Tiffany. This is a show where we take the last week's worth of books, recap them, review them, let you know what we thought about them, and then give you recommendations for books that are coming out this week that we think you should buy. Uh, let's jump into it. There's a couple of things to talk about here. Obviously, if you are on the fence or you've been sleeping on Ten of Swords, we got Tiffany here who reads all of it for your benefit uh, <laughs> to kind of let you know, how's this event going? 22 parts. How far along are we? Uh, we wrapped up 16 today. Not so bad. 14, 15, 16 this week. Okay. So we got like what? Eight more issues to go at three issues per week, not, practically. Not always three. It depends. At two to three, at least. Sometimes so. it's one. Ugh. That's a good week for me. That is a good week because it's like, less work for you. It's not even, no. It's more like you can just kind of like just enjoy the issue. Yeah, 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 that's yeah. fair. Uh, by the way, this episode, of course, is brought to you by viewers like you. If you want to support this show or channel, you can always do so by watching the show live, watch it to its completion, and of course, use super chats and ask a question, make a comment. We'll read it here on the show, and those kind of funds go into the organization that is this channel and allows us to continue. Sound like you said comics. For a second, like mm. we were saying those comics. Those comics. No, those comments. It's all comics all the time. That's right. Uh, like Brian here, who says, uh, just giving a little support to the best channel on YouTube. Thanks for all the great content. Ghostmaker sucks. Can't, arg uh, can't argue with that. Thank you, Brian. <laughs> really appreciate it. Uh, both sentiments uh, are, are near and dear to my heart. Yeah, I agree. Uh, <laughs> I was talking, I was trying to explain the amount of characters that were created from War, or Joker War, whatever the hell, and uh, to Ben and Ethan. Ah. They had no patience or sympathy for Tynan and the amount of creations that were happening in like a yeah, ten issue story. I don't, I don't I don't blame them for that. I definitely disagree with his rapid fire. Yeah, just the amount. Yeah, he's like an ant releasing the river. Like we could just we could just see where it goes. No, no, let's just pull the whole dam down and just mm -hmm. let it do its work. That's right. Some of us are gonna make it. Yeah. Maybe we'll toss an orc in there for good measure. Yeah. Uh, Lawrence Perry, greetings, comic senseis. I have a hot take. MCU Spider-Man totally plagiarized Miles Morales. He lives in his mentor's shadow. He's got his suit handed down to him. And he has a funny, fluffy Asian friend. Wow. I mean, I think that what they did was they just took elements that worked. You know, like, it's easier or newer. It, like, it's less realistic for these movie people to be like, Peter Parker has no friends. Like, normally he doesn't. Or he makes them in college. But in this, it's like, no, he probably would. Like, especially a nerd. He'd, he'd make a friend at some point. And, uh, you know, we legally probably don't want to pay Bendis, so we'll make it, we'll make Genki into Ned Leeds. Eh, whatever. Um, yeah, I mean, you can make parallels for that. But uh, I think I think that Holland embodies the core attributes that I'm looking for to Peter Parker on screen. Mm. Um, and I think in terms of, like, the suit thing, considering the fact he needed to fight in... Civil War. Well, in um, I was I was thinking even in like Endgame, like, you know, you know what I mean? Like he needed an edge, mm -hmm. being such a newbie to all of this, and yeah. so it's like you can make. I would I would struggle extending my disbelief to having a teenaged beclothed yes. superhero who's new to all of this fighting with like Thanos's army. Right. I mean, we've seen it in the comics, and he dies. Yeah. So. Uh, G.R. Pectus says, do you think Exiles is going to be the next X title now they've opened the multiverse in Krakoa? Maybe they'll take in refugees from dying worlds. They could. They honestly, they honestly could. Um, be nice to see Exiles come back. Right? Uh, 
Raj Patel, hey, Sound Tiffany, Ten of Swords, for me at least, has been nonstop fun. Cypher has become a favorite of mine since Hickman <laughs> took over. Pacing does feel off, though. Have a great night. You too, Raj. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. Yes. This, yeah. I mean, and it's spoke. Yes, it, yeah. um, it's a 22-issue story that Hickman already wrote. Yeah. So, like, and it's coming out piecemeal, and it's also no. got other people working on it. Like, yeah. it's not just Hickman just telling you a story. I hear what they're saying about the pacing. We'll get for, into for it. For sure. Absolutely. Here. Yes. Yes. Um, no. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So uh, thank you very. No. <laughs> Thanks, Buck. Uh, so yeah, uh, that's that's all the news that's fit to print at the top of the hour. Before we do uh, go any further, I want to mention if you want to watch Tiffany play Spider-Man Miles Morales on the PS4, not PS5, because not everyone could get one. Uh, you could do so by going to Twitch.tv/slash/ComicPop on Tuesdays and Wednesdays. Yep. And you can watch Tiffany play that game and probably blast through it uh, i haven't had any time to play that game at I all was, i was i you know it's funny i was actually i almost wanted to stream this weekend as well but i was mm -hmm. like i don't want to get too far ahead mm -hmm. i guess i should you're going to okay cool. uh so well let's just put it out there then yeah but it's gonna be a lot of fun it's a it's a cool game we're all really enjoying it uh hopefully you are as well yeah wash is in it so i mean i yeah, can't i can't you know i love that game it's great <laughs> Uh, so let's jump into it. Uh, what else? What would what, we've got? You want to? You want to do do ten of swords? I don't know. Do we want to jump into that? Do you want to talk about anything else? Like I read Strange Academy this week. I caught up mm. a little bit. It continues to just be a fun, lighthearted book. Um, I think I've mentioned this before, but it's like I don't know if Disney Plus is even considering making original content just for the app that is animated. But like this is it. Right, Strange Academy this is, is this the is show. This is the show to do. Like, you know, it, it it's evocative of, like, you know, like the Harry Potter style of, of storytelling, kind of, you know what I mean? Where it's, like, a bunch of kids and, like, Magic Academy and, they're, you know, there's, like, kid drama and stuff like that. But, like, you know, everyone's a little snarky, so it's kind of got that Gravity Falls kind of, like, feel in a way. It, it's just... Right. It's just, it's just fun. You know, it, it's not something where you're going to walk away being like, wow, what a hard-hitting you know, deep, like, cutting story. It's just like a, this is enjoyable. Like, I'm right. having a nice time. Um, Doc was in this past issue. I, like I said, I think we're going to see him showing up a little bit more here. He's really more there to just kind of talk to Brother Voodoo about some goings-on at the school and, and the fact that, like, one of the students is missing. And they've been, so here's where I struggle a little bit with what's happening currently, is... One of the students is taken by this group that feels slighted by magic users that I guess have been like depleting the magic from the natural world in a sense, right? And like now there's like this whole academy to train these kids and they're like insulted by this. And so mm -hmm. they take one of the kids and so the other kids go to rescue it. Like, you know what I mean? But yes. like the group is called the the host. Mm. No, the hollow. Okay. I'm like, wait, no. <laughs> <laughs> the host is a movie. Yeah. Um, the hollow, not to be confused with hollow, which is like Penance's other name or something like that. I don't know. Oh. Um, the or, or the hollow, which is the location for some super secret base. <laughs> no, this is just called the hollow, and they're tree people. 
And I'm like... Another group of tree people? Yeah, and it's funny. The main character kind of accuses them of that. Oh, really? <laughs> like, really? Really? We just got through a thing. Yeah, it's but they're not... Place. Seemingly, they have nothing to do with Empire. Okay. They're just tree people. And I'm like, ooh, that's just kind of unfortunate. Yeah. Because, like, Empire didn't hit everyone with, like, a strong sense of, like, yeehaw, here we go. No. Um, and so, like, that I was like, oh, that's a shame. Because, like, honestly, they're seemingly, like, innocuous creations. You okay. know what I mean? It's just like, there they are. They're doing their thing. Right. And, like, you're, you're going to tell a story about that cool whatever yeah um a uh the group in two like issues prior had gone to like a, a marketplace kind of thing where they like ran into a woman who could you know prognosticate and like could see things like that and like doyle dormammu like kind of somehow imprinted some of his power onto her <laughs> oh some part of him imprinted onto her yeah and now she sees things from like the dark dimension okay. including like a dark prophecy of like dormammu yeah you know and, and so like setting him up yeah, setting him up and like Strange is like, it's fine. I've beaten him a thousand and times. And more and I was like, you know, but it's like a prophecy. Aren't you concerned? And he's just like, yeah, you know, it's prophecies. I'm worried. And he's like, the fact is, it's like, I'm a little like, it, it boils down to like, Strange wants, like, only um, pays attention to prophecies that he finds or are about him. Yeah. And he's like, you know, and, like, Brother Voodoo calls him on that. And he's like, I'm not that narcissistic. <laughs> right? Right? Yeah, so, again, it's just a good time, good fun. Um, we're seeing characters kind of, like, come in, like, leak in here. Like, last issue, Spider-Man was there for a hot second. Yes. Because they were playing um, tag through doorways. Okay. And so it's, like, kind of like Monsters, Inc., where it's, like, a doorway leads you to someplace else. Gotcha. And so, like, they're playing tag, and, like, their the, their fairy friend, like, flies through a doorway, and our protagonist jumps through as well, but she's, like, in, like, the New York skyline, like, in the air. Mm -hmm. And, like, Spider-Man catches her. Oh, okay. And so it's just cute. He's just like... Okay. <laughs> right. Okay. Well, see ya. Yeah. So thanks for like, having me in your book. Like I said, it's just a cute book. If you're looking for something cute, lighthearted like that, or you're looking for something, maybe if you have like, I can't remember what this is rated, but like, I definitely want to say like preteen, teen. Yeah. You know, you might feel very comfortable handing it off to them um, to check out and you know, you can probably read it together and like try to answer some of their questions. That sounds nice. Yeah. I mean, in a world where they have that, like that, that weird Jurassic Park cartoon for kids. Yeah. It's like, just go make that. You know, right. they, and that's I'm over just, Netflix. I'm just saying, like, it's, it's you know, go for it. And, like, Humberto Ramos is, is a lot of fun. Yeah. It's fun seeing a Spider-Man last issue. Yeah. So. Yeah, good times. Uh, GRK Pectus, uh, how long do you want the Krakoa status quo to last? I hope it never ends, even after Derekman leaves. I don't want to go back to the same boring crap. I hear you. I want it, I would like it to last until it narratively makes sense for it not to. Yes. I, I expect all roads to lead back home. I do expect them to be to go back to Westchester to go back to the mansion. Sure. I like am always disappointed when they do inevitably end up back home, but they don't want to be accused of being like unoriginal or putting the toys back in the toy chest. Mm -hmm. So they like they do everything but the thing where like when they go back, I'm like, Xavier won't be alive or he won't be around. And it's like, we've done that three times. You mm -hmm. you could just put them all back in the mansion. And have Xavier in charge. Like, you could go back to, to to stage one. They should put Xavier, like, in, like, the, the computer system of the mansion. Yeah, he's the new Cerebro. Yeah, and, and like, he's, like, everywhere, but he can't do anything. Yeah, it's like being oh. psychic. Uh, same with Avengers. You know, like, every time that, like, they go to uh, Avengers Mountain in the Dead Celestial, I'm like... Go back to the mansion. I'm done with this. I was done with this when you started it. 
Right, but uh, like I, I do like the island. I like what they're doing with it right now. But yeah, like but I said, Krakoa, like as long yeah. as it makes sense narratively, exactly. that's fine. It's, and I think it will because that's what Hickman did with Secret Wars, where he's like, let's put the Fantastic Four back. Right, and like it's just I don't want them to stay on the island longer than they should, where they're just making reasons that it works still, mm-hmm. and I don't want them to leave just because it's like, okay, well, no one wants to do this anymore, so well, we're done, you know? Yeah, no, I, I think that the inhuman era for the X Men, where they're just like, I don't know, this, it's not supposed to last, so don't worry about this. <laughs> like, I think that's over. So whatever's del- like, they just brought Brett Booth in for like two or three issues. They want you to think '90s, so. I think they're going back to like that. Mm. Uh, Cam says, love the show. Thoughts on Miles Morales. Good game. I'm enjoying it. Yeah, no, uh, for sure. You know, I, I'm honestly like really impressed with the improvements they've made to the game. I really dig uh, the change in terms of like a lot of the visuals and the music to set a different tone for Miles than it was for Peter. Totally. And like, I got to tell you, like they did a really great job with the uh, Spider-Verse suit and that animation on the suit. It looks great on the other suits too. I definitely tried it out. I was, like trolling everybody being like we're gonna use the white suit it's fun <laughs> because you know no one wants to use that suit nope um but like it's just it's just solid the only thing i will say is that maybe on the ps5 it looks better but you ever notice it's it's really hard for game designers to make cats look like animals like they should 100 yeah. percent. like sometimes he looks just, like a little cartoon like he looks well, like a little garfield yeah kind of like, yeah, like the movie Garfield. Right. And I know there is meant to be like, you know, a little more in-game action. Yes, with, with that him. Cat. So I don't spoil anything for those who, for some reason, have, don't know that yet. But um, mm-hmm. but I have a feeling it has to do with it as well. It I think you're right. Be, you know, playable in a yeah. way. So uh, Kendall Pearson says, uh, are you excited for WandaVision and Phase 4 MCU? WandaVision for sure. Like, I didn't know much about that show until that trailer came out. What is it at this point? Like a month ago? Over a month ago, Over yeah. Over a month ago. Um, and I'm so in, right? like anything that even hints remotely at something like creepy supernatural or like creepy, whatever, like I'm in. I'm, yeah, totally. Uh, I, I talked actually with Jim Zub about this. And so check out Elseworlds tomorrow. We talk a little bit about like Marvel and how it relates to Mandalorian and just how good Mandalorian is. Uh, but we talked about, and he, what he touched upon and what I really agreed with was that like, I, I kind of squared the circle with respect he, he was excited that like wanda vision could be like a very strong tonal shift mm-hmm. between what the mcu had been mm-hmm. to what the mcu like could become where it's like it's a show don't just do the same thing like WandaVision could be something else. And then the next thing could be something else. How like Falcon and Winter Soldier will probably be the closest thing to like what you expect from the MCU right now, right? Like it's everything you've seen before. Right. And that kind of carries the weight of what you would expect to watch from an MCU show where it's like, this is how I feel after having watched Endgame. This is the kind of characters I want to see and, and the kind of standard action and, and set pieces and story that I would expect. But like, with respect to WandaVision, Moon Knight, Ms. Marvel, uh, She-Hulk, hopefully all of those shows fit in the patchwork of the MCU, but also, like, do something unique unto themselves. Like, WandaVision should feel like a crazy-ass show that does something. Right. And, like, She-Hulk should be, like, straight up, like, a comedy. You know? Like, it should yeah. feel like, I don't know, uh, the, the show with... Uh, the Lonely Island dude about cops, you know, like, uh, you know, something like 30 Rock or oh, something. Brooklyn, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Nine-Nine. Like, it should feel like that, where it's like, it's funny. And it's not trying to do anything else, but it also still works within that universe. Moon Knight should be like, 
Daredevil or something, which doesn't feel like anything Star Wars, uh, yeah, mo- like MCU related. Kind of a little bit like what they did with Legion. Yeah, like Legion is something else. Yeah. Whereas what I found what's interesting is in the Netflix Marvel shows, like every one of those shows has the exact same tone, structure, and format. Yeah. And it's like, and that's why some people re- like liked mo- some more than others, where it's like Daredevil set the tone, they all match that tone. And it's like Iron Fist could have benefited from being something else. Oh, for sure. You know, yeah, uh, Iron Fist definitely, and like, you know, it's funny because like Daredevil really worked. Else. What I said, we're casting somebody else. Yeah, no, that's true. I'm sorry. Buddy. I feel like Jessica Jones worked as well. Uh, yeah, Luke Cage was on that borderline, right? Where it's pretty well, much just Daredevil, but like in terms of structure and format. Yeah, but in terms of tone, like I like the idea of it being serious, but like Luke is meant to be this beacon of hope, and so like yes. sometimes that didn't gel quite as well. Mm-mm. Um, but like. I, I wasn't, like, so turned off down because like, no, I really... We I, dug Luke Cage. Yeah, yeah quite a bit. Um, yeah. I want him in the movies. I do, too. But uh, Jordan... I do, too. Jordan, I... yeah. Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, go ahead. Uh, Jordan Cooper, hey, uh, greetings from Australia. Good eye. Uh, do you guys ever miss the softer stories for Avengers and Justice League? I loved it when the Avengers played cards with the thing. And constant world-ending events is, are exhausting. Take yeah. care. You too, Jordan. Yeah, man. Uh, it's I've had enough. Like, no, for sure. And I get it that, like, the writers who go on to this don't want to be the writer who didn't get to tell their big thing because they're like, I could be kicked off at any minute. So, yeah. like, I need to tell my big story. And it's like, but when you do that, I, we say this so many times, and so I'm just going to say it again, it's literally the syndrome effect where it's like, if every event is a big event, then, then nothing, no, 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 like, no nothing is. Because it's like, if, if it's always a big event, then, like, you can't process what matters at that point. And yeah. the way that you can is if you stop reading that book for a while and then come back to it, yeah. which is not what they want. No. They don't want their sales to dip down like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so like, I feel like they do need to accept the fact that it's okay to take a breather. It doesn't have to be like 10 issues of a breather. No. It could be something wor- like working up. Like it could be just one. It just needs to be some kind of palate cleanser yeah. that, it, that also doesn't feel disposable. So right. That's the problem is that sometimes they learn the wrong lesson where they're like, here's a dipshit story that's like, hooper derp, nobody cares. No. And then we move on to the next thing. And it's yeah. like, well, I wasted $4. And I'm like, no one should feel like they wasted $4. And maybe if comics were like $2, people wouldn't feel like they wasted any money because then they'd be like, well, why wouldn't I spend that kind of money on like something that only takes about 15 to 30 minutes to read? Yeah. Will I am golden with a really adorable gift saying thank you. Thank you, Will. Oh, it's so cute. Really appreciate it. Thank you very much. <laughs> I really like that. I like it. And then I like the little mini version of it for us up at the top. Yeah. Like, it's because it's a little different color up there. Mm-hmm. You see them up there? <laughs> yeah. It's cute. <laughs> uh, Black gay comic geek. Do you have any theories on what the hell is going on with Cinch, Wolverine, and Darwin? I just hope Cinch comes out or Sink. I think it's sync uh comes out of as a whole omega level mutant is this the week where they where they come out of the box or come out of the time thing i did not know okay because there's like a teaser that showed like you remember how like x23 and everybody like went into yeah. like the thing yeah, yeah, yeah. they're opening the box like they're coming yeah, back no out. that did not happen this week okay that's this, really exciting this week was um very much dealing with the ramifications of last week okay uh kenny Which was, so not even it was two weeks ago because we always Cause that's when yeah. it's set up yeah i mean like from when we actually review things so oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah kenny ryukin x big fan any swamp thing on back issues or off the rack nope uh not anytime soon but it is on the list for back issues someday down the line uh rab l method man dropping a luke cage beat was was it fam or lit perhaps uh yeah no i i'm i was very uh i was very happy to see that like they were able to coordinate to get that going because that was like why wouldn't they do that uh so yeah what's next 
Um, I'm just gonna like I I'm keeping everybody in suspense here, uh, just for a minute, just to let you know I checked in with Savage Avengers. This is a series that it's like I don't know why I'm not reading it. Right. But I'm not. But occasionally I'm just like you know what? Let me just check in. Literally that's it. It just every once in a while I'm gonna pick up an issue. Uh, it's written by Jerry Duggan with art by Patch Adam Zercher. Oh, Patrick Zercher. Yes. Yeah. It's his art's interesting. Yeah, I I I. I don't know how I feel about I wanna it. I want to like it. I think I do like it. Well, there's something. It's interesting because like, like, the line work on it has like that like almost like illustrator, you know, like when they use a lot of little lines to like kind of like shade things in instead of using like that block. Yeah. And so like I, I dig that, but like his art also reminds me a little bit of the Remittas. Hmm. Yeah. Like in their facial structure at times. Yes. And like the static quality of it while mm. it's like, I'm like, this is very static and yet I'm seeing action. Yeah. What? Yeah. Um. Regardless, yeah. like I get know. that vibe from Cam and Coley a lot. Okay. Uh, or even uh, uh, Jim Chung to some extent, where okay. he has like same face. Um, that's fair. I, I and I maybe it's the colors. I don't know if the colorist was the best match here. Mm-hmm. Regardless, the idea is that it's like the Savage Avengers has kind of become like Doctor Strange's secret defenders in in a sense okay. where it's like Strange is now leading the charge against Cullen Gath, and so, like, he kind of split the team up. Okay. And sent Conan and Magic. Hmm. Conan. I said Conan. I couldn't help myself. Conan and Magic together, which, by the way, like, I, I didn't realize I needed that team in my life, but, like, they're Yeah, Conan kinda, and Magic? They're kind of perfect. Yeah, I kind of really want to see that. Right? Is it dope? It is. It is dope. They, they basically, they, they have to find a pub, because they're looking, like, he splits up the main team, and those teams have to then go and, like, gather people for their team okay. to, to accomplish their goal, mm-hmm. right? And so, like, they go to this pub because they're looking for a specific individual, and it's like a, it's a pub where you have to have like the the name, like the the secret word to get in. And so, like, some dude just goes flying through the door, and mm-hmm. Conan's standing there, and he's like, "That wasn't me, <laughs> that was the girl." Mm. And then Magic's there. She's like, "That's right, <laughs> that's right, that's right, it's me." Um, she introduced herself as Magic of Krakoa, so we're making sure that you know that this is during that time. But it must be sometime between or yeah. after Ten of Swords. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. Um, well, and, Duggan's also working on tennis swords a little bit, yeah, right? So he yeah. he would know. Yeah, for sure. So it's like, yeah, it's happening whenever. Basically, they're looking for Kane Marco, and he's in the pub. Oh, okay. And so they find him, and, like, Marco's like, hey, yeah, you think I'm going to work with you? Like, you ripped the, like, you know... Um, Crystal of Psycho Rack out, out of me. Of, out of me, and, like, Conan's like, you know, it's funny, Strange thought... You may like you might work with us, but he wasn't sure. So he said that we should sweeten the pot and like throw us in a bunch of like gemstones, <laughs> just, just just riches. Mm-hmm. And like he's like, I'm in. Oh wow, let's okay. do this. And then we cut to like a clan rally, and you're like, what is happening? Okay. And there's like one of them is like, you know, I don't know if you guys have ever had this idea. Maybe we shouldn't terrorize people. Maybe <laughs> we should just talk it out. And they're like, what? Who are and you? They, yeah, and it's Black Knight. <laughs> and he's just like, okay, fine. He's like, here's how it works. The first time you're gonna like that I meet I've run into you, you're gonna be hospitalized. The second time, it's gonna be a longer visit. And the third time, those bed sheets are gonna be your shroud. Wow. Like I'm like That's fun. Right? So like Black Knight takes them down, his his Pegasus shows up, Galadriel. Yay. Huh. <laughs> what and, a nerd. And then the team shows up and he's like not in because he's being paid and he's like i don't i don't do work for money no and then yeah they, i do it for honor yeah and then they explain like what it is they're doing and he's like okay let's go <laughs> all right what and could they possibly have oh, well, they're going after a dragon ah they're going after an asgardian dragon that was invented in 2019 you know what i'm talking about 
Vaguely. <laughs> Saturong. No, I he's don't a dude. Okay. I think he's a Gail Simone creation. He turns into a dragon, but he's guarding something they want. It's one of the eyes of Akamato. Mm-hmm. It's like in his scales. It's very Tolkien. Yes. It's like it's up in there, and, and so they fight. They basically here's what they do, and like this is kind of fun. Mm-hmm. They essentially distract him so that they can do a fastball special okay. in a way that I'm like, yeah, wouldn't you just do this like kind of all the time? <laughs> so what they do is like Conan and Black Knight totally distract him. And then Juggernaut starts running at him. Mm-hmm. Magic opens up a portal. Yep. And like literally does like the game portal where she opens up a portal as he's running this way and then the portal opens this way. And yeah. he just, he's like basically like, charging like full plummeting, speed like through the atmosphere at this dragon <laughs> and so like so it's like a bullet yeah. yeah and so he like obliterates the dragon which causes him to turn back into a dude and they're gonna fight in the yeah. next issue it's very fast it reads super fast honestly right and so like depending on how you feel about that like sometimes i feel gypped when something goes a little yes. too fast where i'm yes. like oh but like it was very action-packed and like i said i really like enjoy the like little bit of like magic and Conan that we see working together. It, it's fun. Um, I would say probably if you're, if you're interested in this series at all, grab the trades of it. Yeah. Um, or go and check sometimes digitally. Some of the back issues are on sale, but this has been going on for a while. And the team has kind of like um, changed over time. Who's on the team from like the get go of it. Right. Um, so I think you could probably pick up around the point where strange and doom show up. Mm. that's kind of for me where this really i was like oh yeah yeah that's where this starts yeah for me um yeah but like i said like every once in a while i just kind of check in with this series because i don't know because it should be something you really enjoy it should be for the, for you yeah and i'm not saying it isn't right but it's just kind of like one of those things where i skip it yeah i, I just kind of forget about it i yeah. feel bad yeah i know how you feel <laughs> what else we got um you want you want to do x-men uh I didn't read X-Men. You know, I've got X-Men and Punchline. Oh. I read Punchline. Sweet. I skipped it because I don't read Punchline. I know. I was like... Because I, I don't agree. I don't believe in Punchline. I wanted to give it a shot. Well, I'll tell you what. I, I'll also recommend this one book. Not recommend it. I'll, I'll, I'll talk about a book really quick. Okay. Uh, Batman The Max ended. Oh, finally. Yep, it's over. Wow. Yep. Was it worth the wait? No. <laughs> it wasn't worth making. <laughs> but Aww. like who cares? It's no, it's fine. Like it literally was very harmless. It's a it's an incredibly harmless series. It's five issues. It's all written and drawn by Sam Keith. Take that as you will. If you want to see Sam Keith draw Batman, it's in there. If you want to see if you haven't read the Max in twenty five years, it's the same Max. All the stuff that happened, like up until issue thirty five didn't in this story. I don't know if it's like they regressed or if it's like a story that takes place in between the pages of the max but like it i don't think it is because they reference stuff that happened but like if you want to see a story with the max julie gone batman joker is is it's it's all there uh it's silly and it's like funny i guess the last issue you could tell keith is like who gives a shit like he's put he's putting little notes and like arrows you know like like Julie has always been drawn to have like a little bit of like a paunch, mm-hmm. and like in the in the original comics, he just did that. He just drew it, mm-hmm. and people never like people nary batted an eye. Like they, I I don't remember there being any like letters, uh, you know, meta commentary about like why are you drawing this realistic woman? Or like, the only th- things I ever saw were like celebrations of the depiction of Julie and or like 
you know, being like, why is she still wearing bell bottoms? Like, that was really the only critique right, I ever saw, right, right. which is a fair critique, I think. They're hard uh, to wear. Yeah, exactly. It's really easy to trip. I knew I knew many a girl who wore bell bottoms, and uh, they they were ruined. And Keith drew that, where it's like they were just there were just water stains all the way up their knees, you know, that kind of thing. But uh, yeah, but nowadays, I don't know. I guess more people are vocal about things they don't like, so you know. It, she's she shows up and he like puts an arrow near her tummy and is like yeah she's got a tummy who gives a shit you know that kind of thing and i'm like i don't know man i don't know if anybody said anything about that sam but like fair enough i guess it's your book i'm not gonna argue like it's that kind of experience okay by the way uh there is a kickstarter for a max calendar if you want a calendar of the max for 2021 we're getting one apparently i'm getting one (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> i've already ordered it uh and they're well past their goal there will be no stretch goals there will be no other rewards it's just they're gonna keep the money <laughs> it's very sam keith it's like i don't know if you like max that's on you i just made him and that's your fault and that's I'm your fault you. And, and you know and people are gonna people are gonna pay me to make more max i'm gonna do it and you probably won't like it like it's it's He's such a complicated character of a person. I I, I don't know why. The Max? No. no. <laughs> Max and Sam are kind of synonymous at this point. Right. But uh, yeah, I read that. I don't even know if that came out like two weeks ago or whatever, but like it ended. I talked about it a while back. Then there was that big hiatus, but it's finally over. Mm. I, I'm looking forward to seeing the trade. There's no way we're doing that on back issues. There's no way anyone's going to watch that. Right, right, right. All right. That's anyway, fair. moving on. Um... So Punchline came out. Yeah, Punchline. I picked it up just because I had mentioned it last week. Uh, it's written by Tyne in the Fourth, and um, it basically serves 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 as um, a history of the character, but a history in the sense where I'm like, is this real? Okay. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Where like the idea is that like Punchline was like a normal girl, Alexis. And, uh, you know, she's in high school and, like, whatever. And, like, she's a little, like, goth. And, uh, you know, she there, she was on a field trip at, like, uh, the news station. And the Joker was there. And he, like, killed everybody in the newsroom. And he brought her class in and was going to make her teacher read the um, message he had for Gotham. But, like, the guy couldn't do it, so he shot him and then grabbed her to do it. Okay. And as she was about to do it, Batman showed up. Mm-hmm. And, like, saved her. And so... She's doing all of this as she's like sitting in court because they're trying to determine whether or not she is of sound right mind. mind and body in order to like stand trial yep. essentially. And um, Dr. Tompkins is there, and and the idea is that like she says she's cool, and like Tompkins agrees. She's like, yeah, she can totally stand trial. I think she has PTSD and blah 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 blah, but she can stand trial. And yeah. so like that. Remember that recording that came out at the end of Jericho War of yep. her. Yeah, so, like, how that's done is, like, after her trial, or after her, like, pre-hearing, her her hearing? Yeah, uh, preliminary hearing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, She's put back into the van to go back, and, like, the guards who are driving it have, like, Joker tattoos, and they're like, Uh, how can we help you? And so, like, they do the recording for her. Okay. And um, do you remember, do you remember Bluebird? Of course I do. Harper Rowe? Yeah, she's back. Oh! (laughs) Now, if they want to make punchline harper's joker go for it because nobody is complaining about there being a a huge amount of bluebird stories well she um i'm she, sorry time the fourth wrote this yeah shock <laughs> 
she um she was helping out like at the courtroom that day. Sure. So she goes home and her brother is there and like nobody can really go outside right now because like they're still trying to like undo the mess that was made of Gotham. Okay. And so like she she has to leave, but like her brother's like at home for the night and he's gonna like play video games and chat. And yeah. like as he's doing that, like the the chat room is just filled with like comments about punchline about how hot she is, what <laughs> the people let the her do to them, like that. Yeah. Literally like every gaming chat room you've ever seen. Right. Um and like he's like, Can we just focus on the game? Could mm-hmm. we possibly do that? And then like he gets like a random private message, which he accepts. Mm-hmm. And like he's like, you know, hey, like don't let these like idiots get to you. Like actually punchline's like really cool and like here's why. And like there was like it was taken down and deleted, but like she had this blog like way back and like oh. these like you know videos and stuff like that about like um was it a video? Oh, it was her podcast about her search for the Joker, mm-hmm. and so like he listens to all of them and how like basically like after like you know what happened, she wanted to know what his message was and like was super interested and in that like you know she. It's very bizarre because it's it's all very much like meant to be like propaganda for like the like younger crowd of Gotham mm-hmm. to get behind her right. and like whatever. And I'm like honestly not even sure if at the end of it it wasn't being recorded recently in order to be like to put out. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because like they kind of have a moment where it seemingly is that. Yeah. Um, but that it could also be um, you know, prior to no, it's not. That's not no. Literally, it is very much that um recorded i guess in the past if we believe the panels right of, if it's not if, it, if it's actually happening if, in real life if, if what if the panels are depicting what actually happened then yeah it'll happen okay but they, they like it goes into like the idea that like you know there's a commentary on the joker fish where it was like you know when you first came on the scene you did like crimes like that and like people thought it was kind of funny because you're a clown but then like you know when the first like murder spree happened like that's when they took you seriously and like some people think like like you know one of your greatest capers was the joker fish because whatever and like and like they're like idiots and i'm like are you commentating on like fans of like that story <laughs> i can't tell honestly right, probably um but that like they don't understand that you like actually like poisoned the entire like water supply and yep. that like and like the food supply and like how deadly that was and you tried to like trademark your own like image and like your own like joke essentially and um they actually took some of the remaining joker fish and they made a memorial oh right Okay. Uh, of that and like it's like less a memorial now and more a tourist trap where like they actually sell jokerfish plushies there and okay. i was like wow gotham's really insensitive yeah okay that sounds about right right and that like the amusement park where she's like you know like i was able to like get a hold of like some police report kind of stuff about this area and like a lot of it's been like redacted where something happened with jim gordon oh wow and like and so like they're definitely trying to like you're like no no killing joke happened yeah they're saying, you know, and what they don't know, of course, is that there are three of them. Of course. And that, like, the reason why it's so complicated is because, you know, the Laughing Fish is a different Joker from the one in the Of course, of I do course. love that idea, though, of, like, these are, like, all the all your classic Joker stories are kind of, like, either, like, mythic or redacted. Yeah. And, like, I can imagine there being, like, not... They they don't want what happened to Gordon from Killing Joke to get in the Gotham Gazette. Yeah, for sure. And, like, she, like... Points out a couple of things that are interesting about that, other than the fact that it's like literally the Laughing Fish and the Killing Joker reference in here yeah. having just been referenced in Three, Three Jokers. Jokers. It's yes. like, okay. <laughs> Whatever, DC. Uh huh. Um, but that, like, the amusement park itself 
is owned by the Joker. Yes. And it's still owned by him. Mm. And so, like, every once in a while, the city goes after to try to get it back. Yeah, sure, okay. And it never works. Mm. And so it sits there rotting. Right. And I'm like, oh, I'm like, I love that. I feel like there's a legal way around this, but I guess they can't yeah, do it. Yeah, there's them in a domain, but whatever. But, like, apparently, somehow, they can't legally get it back from him. Okay. But the, um, the, that she thinks that like what must have happened at the the amusement park was that like he shared his like his his joke with them right and like his like vision mm. and I'm like oh that's really funny because he tried to and he failed and that's I thought that was very interesting because it's like essentially she completely misreads that yeah because she doesn't like know she, I'll have all the information it's one of those there. like so close yet so far yeah um and it, it's like there that like. She sees a mouse and she kills it. And like, uh-huh. so we see like, you know, like her. What she's like. Yeah. The fact that like she's clearly something of a sociopath mm-hmm. there. Right. Um, inevitably, like Harper's brother is listening to these podcasts. He's listening to it at like the dinner table. And she's like, could you not? Yeah, I don't want to hear you, this could now. Could you not mm-hmm. do that? And he's like, oh, I'll put my earbuds in. She's like, no, like, could you not? Right. And he's like, you can't stop me from reading this. Oh, my or God. Or listening to this. Oh, you can't okay. stop me. This is what Tynan's doing? Like, she's a good person. He's turning his, her brother into a proud boy or something? No, it's more like he's like, well, he's cooped up. She's allowed to go out. Yeah. And, like, he can't go anywhere. And right. so he's just listening to this. And he's just like, no, like, she's not like, what exactly did she do? Though? Yeah. No, what okay. did she do that's bad? Mm-hmm. And she's like, she sat by, like, then, like, you know, watched people be murdered. Like, what, what do you mean? What did she right. do? She got into cars with gangsters and drove them slash participated in heinous acts of crime and like attacked people. Yeah, but like, costume. so she's like, I don't have time for this. And she, she leaves mm-hmm. and um, she gets a call and it's like, we're going to need you tomorrow for like her, like her trial. Like it's going to start tomorrow. And she's like, oh, I'll, I'll be there. She's like, no, no, we're going to need like Bluebird, not Harper. Okay. And so that night her brother like gets an IM from the guy who sent him the uh podcast in the first place yep. and he's just like hey like we should meet in real life oh. and like he's like if you don't want it that's totally cool like i hope you like listen to it and i hope you enjoyed it but like if not like or like if you want to meet like let's meet here and like i hope you listen to the last episode it's the best one okay and like the last episode is literally her like putting on her punchline outfit mm-hmm. and like she developed her own joker toxin and yes. like she sent it around to people yep and like she's at like a a, a, a restaurant where like she's administered it to people and like none of them are laughing. They're all just like crying and upset. And like, she's like got a knife and she's like, you're supposed to be laughing. I don't understand it. Mm-hmm. And then she goes to like stab one of them and starts it. And she start- goes up to stab him again and her hand gets grasped in and like the Joker holds her in that pose like of Harley Quinn and he. Yes. Yeah, like the Dials Ross cover. Yeah. What I liked about it though, honestly, it was in on comiXology. The way that you see it is like the panel for going up. The panel of her being grabbed yeah. is actually part of the full image right. of like her being held by him. Kind of you is such a great way to it's read your It's so comics. cool. It's so cool. But essentially, he's like, you didn't get the formula right, but I can help you with that. Oh. And then she's like, she turns around and is like, no. <laughs> no. And like, she goes and stabs him in the arm. Okay. And she's like, the fact is, we can help each other. Okay. Because her idea, and then she kisses him, and like, her idea is that like, he told the joke to one person, to mm-hmm. Batman. He's obsessed with Batman. Right. But he's like, she's like, you need to tell the joke to everyone. Mm-hmm. And like, so like, basically she's like, you're thinking too Yeah, small. too myopically. Yeah. yeah. So like, again, she's completely missing the point of him then, of course. Of course. But like her story is that like, when she goes for her trial, she goes dressed as Punchline. Punchline. 
And there are people in the audience or like outside, they've got signs that are like, you know, we love you punchline. Punchline's great. Like free punchline. Harper's brother is there. He meets up with the guy who gives him one of the clown masks that people are wearing. Mm -hmm. And then um, Dr. Tompkins gets a call from punchline who's like, you know, Hey, like, I'm like literally about to go on trial. And like, she's like, you're not supposed to call me. That sounds, you're about to go. You can't do that. Mm -hmm. Like you're like, you know, she's like, Oh, here's the thing. Like you, you really helped me out. Because, like, I couldn't go to Arkham. Because I went to Arkham, I couldn't do what I needed to do. Mm. But, like, because you, like, let me stay on trial, I can do what I need to do. Okay. And then, like, we see, like, a little, like, you know, homage, or, like, a montage of her killing the witnesses who saw her do anything. Right. And so, like, essentially, she simultaneously, like, has made it so that she can't actually be, like, convicted. Mm -hmm. And also has gained, like, this, like, following of people who think she's totally innocent. Right. Do I love this? No. Yeah. Is it weird that, like, the original mini origin that we saw of, like, her in college right. isn't referenced at all? Yes. Kind of, for sure. Um, in terms of it being, like, a character that I would read, probably not. Pro probably not. Mm -hmm. um, like, like you said, like, if it's a Bluebird story, fine, but, like... Yeah. There wasn't anything in this that, like, really, like, got me other than the idea that, like, files like like the killing jokes like like file would be redacted yeah i like That's i like cool. knowing that yeah but the whole idea that you know tynan's like no like there's something about the internet and bad people and how it infects like even like good people who are lonely or shut in and how like this is how you this is where you get incels from i like, let guess me show you that. i took like, it i took it more of like i think he's doing like a how easy it is to like twist information yes or like you know, like lead a fake life, right? Because it's like, you know, this information is out there. Whether or and not gain this... a following despite your obvious terribleness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, you know, her, um, her, her podcast. We don't know if they're doing an unreliable narrator kind of mm. deal here for sure. Um, but yeah, so it, it's it's fine. I, yeah, I'm not. I'm I'm. I don't think I want to read any more of it, honestly. Yeah, Tunchline doesn't appeal to me as a character. Learning more about, like, how she's doing things that, like, real villains do in today's world that we have no control over and can't stop mm -hmm. doesn't really appeal to me because I already live that every day. Yeah, that said, like, they do kind of um, emphasize the idea of, like, where her name comes from. Mm-hmm. You know, and I, I, I can't find it right now. But, like, right. you know, the, the idea is that, like, you know, oh, no, we're just starting. Like, we're, we're, we, like, if you thought the Joker War was, like, yeah. the end of it, it's actually the beginning of it. And of course. We're going to get to the punchline. Yes. Uh -huh. <laughs> but maybe it's a miniseries, what you're, like, suggesting. I have perhaps, no like, idea. Well, it's going to continue in 2021. Right. But that uh, means that there's more than two issues. <laughs> <laughs> probably. Probably. Um, the fact is, like, I, I'm more interested to see how the Joker will react to all of this. Yeah. Like, clearly, like, this must be something of what he wants, but, like, inevitably, if the Joker is the character that I think he is, he'll inevitably be like, no. Yeah. Like, oh, no, you don't get it. Right. Like, you never got it. Yeah. I feel like if they were going to do that, though, they, they would have done that in Joker War. I think that, like, Tynan's more like, okay, let me just inflate Punchline, and then she's a balloon that anyone can toss. Now, right. Go for it, everybody. Just like Bluebird. Yeah, yeah. It's ironic that Bluebird's there. And I think Tynan's like doing that to kind of like lampshade the moment where he's like, no, look, 
here's a character that they created that they thought was going to be a big deal and no one gave a shit about. Who, made, me, who made Bluebird? Snyder. Yeah, so I was going to say, his, I, I, I was going to say mentor. I'm surprised that Signal's not here. Right. Well, I'm sure he'll show up. <laughs> I'm sure Punchline will become like, I'm maybe, you know, I'm, I can imagine Tynan being like, oh, no, I'm going to write a Signal Bluebird book. Yeah. And they fight Punchline. She's their Joker. Uh, Sean D helping us out. Thank you very much for your support, man. Uh, Danvy 900. I've been critical of Spencer Spider-Man run, but I'm really enjoying the current arc. 52 is great. Uh, I feel like Tenosaurus doesn't need to be this long. Uh, fair enough. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, like, I think it'll we'll know by the end, right? I, like, literally, I hate to say it, and that's such no, a, like true, a dumb thing to say. But by issue twenty-two, that's when we'll know if it was. Did if it, it was, to be did it need long. to be this long? Did I mean, it like, need to be this long? did it need to meander? And does it need like, do we need a dinner party episode or issue? Mm. You know, like, probably not. You know, but it's like it's it's Hickman telling his story with with colleagues, and you know, like Benny complained about it for a good like forty-five minutes in the last episode of Absolute Comics, which is out now, by the way. Did he really? Uh, yeah, he was just, he's like, I'm finally reading it, and I hate it, and like, I hate all this, and like, Wolverine doesn't act like Wolverine and stuff. And I'm like, yeah, I mean, like, listen, if you're not on board, if you don't like Hickman's writing, or if you're not down for, like, the journey, which, you know, I think, you know, it's like, if you like Secret Wars, like, good for you, but like, man, can you imagine what it must have been like to have been reading, like, Time Runs Out, and then get, by the time you get to Secret Wars, you're like, this is amazing! It's like the Vince McMahon like uh meme uh, but <laughs> yeah, like yeah, yeah. but uh you know yeah i can imagine being like no uh me having to do the work and like walk through this path to get to this epic thing with apocalypse and cool shit like yeah i'm sure you're probably really bored to hell but like i'll bet a lot of people were bored myself included during like executioner song or like any other <laughs> like meandering plot like oh what's multiple man's multiple doing like, he's in love but he's a multiple what's gonna happen like right you know, yeah, it's X-Men. What do you expect? Oh, now X-Men's boring and meandering? Oh, check, please. Yeah. I, welcome to the club. <laughs> uh, Death and Sanity, have you read the new Marvel Zombies Resurrection? No. Have you also been reading the LR issues of Spider-Man and your thoughts? Yes. They're boring and needless. Although the most recent LR issue, these are... Anytime... Marvel's done a great job of creating like terminology within the industry and that's not a joke but this is uh they have <laughs> proven that if there's a decimal point anywhere in the numerical like order of your book you could just skip that shit like say oh a point i'm out don't have to don't have to spend money because that's a that means tie-in Oh. Here's a little oh, I'm, I'm picking up amazing spider-man she won 51 that's cool how about a 51 point lr Uh, in the last issue, they revealed that more Lund's in it. Oh. I'm like, oh my god. That's enough of these inheritors. Now, I think that that is, again, like another lampshade where, like, Spencer's like, huh, I'm cleaning house with this shit. I'm also going to clean house with more Lund. Hmm. Like, I'm going to set up more Lund in a tie-in. He's going to show up in this other thing. But, like, let's set it up. Oh my god, more Lund. We're getting rid of Morlon. That'd be fine. I think he's heading in that direction. Okay. Uh, Rory Groth, uh, leaving before Ten of Swords spoilers. <laughs> I'm not caught up, but I love the show. Thank you, Rory. Thank uh, you so thank much. Thank you very much. And yeah, we're just going to jump into Ten of Swords uh, pretty soon. Uh, Algae Try with e an adorable gift. Thank you very much for your support. It's a superhero and pair. And superhero pair, he's doing, he's doing great. Doing great. Doing his, living his best life. Thank you. 
So let's jump into Ten of Swords, I guess, right? Yeah, might as well. Um, so unless you want to talk about Amazing. I'm going to talk about Amazing. Okay. Oh, okay. Oh, you're going to talk about it. Not really that much, but like, I'm going to wrap up with Amazing. Sure, sure. Um, so this week, if you were reading Ten of Swords, it means that you read Marauders, Excalibur, and Wolverine. Yes. So, was, so in order to read part 15, or 14, yes. In order to read part 14, you had to read issue 15 of Marauders. In order to read part 15, you had to read issue 14 of Excalibur. Yep. Because numbers hurt. Yep. And I hate them. Because Hickman writes for trades. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, I think it's really because um, Marauders had two back-to-back, basically. Yes, that's why. Uh, so Marauders is written by Jerry Duggan and Benjamin Percy with art by Stefano Caselli. Okay. Um, this issue opens with a page of information. Great. It's like, here we go. What did you miss? What? It's not, no, it is not what do you miss. Oh, it's just like info. And, and it's like, here, this is about Wolverine. Because remember what happened in last issue of Ten of Swords? Yes. Wolverine stabbed Saturnine. Mm-hmm. Okay, here we go. After he did that, like, literally chaos erupted. Right. And, like, their fight broke out between Krakoa, Arako, and Saturnine's priestesses. Yes. Right? Yes. The freaking um the the citadel yes. started falling out of the sky oh and so magic was able to like get everyone out like get her guys out <laughs> and so it crashed and burned and that was this and that was that so they got back to uh krakoa oh they leave and go to they krakoa leave. they decide like hey let's like the external gates close what do we really owe anyone in other world any help do we actually <laughs> need to go back there and fix this Ugh. While they decide that, like, it doesn't matter because Ameth has already started their... Assault. Assault. And so they are entering onto Earth. Okay. For three days and nights, the mutants wage war on each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, Iraqi forces are constantly refreshed from the gate. Right. Uh, the Krakoans don't constantly. have those numbers. Yeah, they gotta whip up their eggs. Yep. <laughs> and then inevitably, a telepathic mind bomb is sent through the gate. From? From Araco. Oh. And it hits Krakoa, and it basically ruins the higher brain functions of all these mutants. Like, I think it's a hundred... No, it doesn't say how many mutants. Hundreds of mutants, including Mora. Oh, shit. Who they don't even Krakoa know Krakoa co- puts in a call to the Avengers and Fantastic <laughs> Four and Asgard, who come and, fought and fight and lose. Okay. And then, atop a mountain of corpses, the only one that is left is Wolverine, to watch as Apocalypse is drawn, quartered, and beheaded. Cool. And that's where we come in. That's awesome. That would have been really cool to see. No, instead we see the Sanctum, Sanctorum. Yes. And like how they're talking about how like the heroes tried and like we see the window. Yeah. Strange's body on fire is fired through that <laughs> and lands into the street. Wolverine is like... He's, he's crucified on, yeah, the, on the an X, X like that cover. Yep. There's like dragons flying in the sky and then someone comes up behind him and says like, this is the final fate of Krakoa. Witness it. Cool. Because, like, with your undying eyes, check it out. Yeah. And then, like, claws, like, shoot through him. Mm-hmm. And, like, behind him is, like, a, a woman, and it's Saturnine. And she's like, you were thinking about killing me. And so I had to show you what would happen. Oh. This is what would happen. That's cool. you did that. <laughs> so the whole thing was a fake it's out. It's a whole fake out. It's such a fake out. God damn it's it. It's freaking awesome, though. That is cool, though. Yeah. And she's like, this is kind of fun. Yeah. And she like retracts her fake cause, claws. And then it starts with a, a one of their like pages where it's like all the people who are involved. Mm-hmm. And it says like, you know, here's what's happening. But first, dinner. This time for real. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. 
And so, like, Wolverine's back. He's like, yeah. Oh, that's cool. He was sent through. It was like he was snapping. He back. saw. Yeah. And, and he she, lived it. Yep. And then came back. And yeah. was Like, she's okay, like, I guess I won't do that. She's like, so why don't you have a seat? Right. Storm's like, uh, Logan. Yeah. You, you cool? Yeah. Weren't you going to assassinate Saturnine? Shut up, Logan. Shut up, Storm. Yeah. She's like, just forget it. Just shut up. Didn't uh, I remember? A, I remember a panel from the last issue, mm-hmm. and people pointed it out after we did the episode because we didn't talk about it. Oh. When uh, I think one of them, one of the horsemen, puts like a thing yeah. in Logan's food. Yeah, war does it. Yeah, war. War poisons Logan's sushi. Right. I assume that comes up. Which oh, is why you, I'm bringing it, it up. immediately comes up. Yeah. I'm getting there, everybody. Relax. I was just bringing it up because last week somebody mentioned it. So oh, I was okay. like, oh well, this yes, we, did, it, we did notice that in the last issue, wars. War poisons uh, Wolverine sushi, and he goes to sit down to to like you know whatever, and like Cipher grabs a piece, and he's just like, "Hey man, mm-hmm. hey like, you know you you were you were doing your own thing, so like your sushi appetite is up for grabs," and like he's about he like puts it in his mouth, and Wolverine's like, "Something smells bad about my sushi," mm-hmm. and like goes to try to grab it away from him, but he like he's like immediately he's like, like he's like foaming at the mouth, okay, and like. The like waiter is like okay, and he just <laughs> leaves. Wolverine and Storm are trying to watch over him. Like Iska's like, you know, um, Genesis's sister, mm-hmm. the un the unbeatable, yep. comes over and she takes her knife and she stabs him in the throat. Okay, and she's like, it's a second airway. Yeah, before. and Wolverine's like, I could have done that. Like Wolverine's just really upset. He's just like, <laughs> he's, he's in rare just, form. He's just so like, Satan. Everybody, yeah, right now. I needed to stab someone with my claws. Damn and it! I, and I didn't get to do that. And now I, I didn't get to stab her. And yeah. I wanted to. I don't get to stab him. Am I gonna stab? It? Is this like X Men: The Animated Series all over? Yeah, again? where I'm just gonna pop my claws and then nothing will happen. It's just I need to. I need to stab something. Yeah. Is there a stabbing room here? <laughs> so Storm's trying to like you know take care of Cipher and like they're like we have to leave. We have to take him back to Krakoa. And Saturnine's like, oh, if you do that, you forfeit. Oh my god. Oh, you forfeit. Then, you know the white sword, the healing dude yeah. who, like, you know, who, like, really doesn't like anybody, mm-hmm. but he's there anyway? Yeah. He, like, looks at war, and he's like, really? <laughs> you poisoned him at a feast? Right. Like, that is so cowardly. Mm. That is such an insult. Like, yeah. you're such a piece of crap. Nice. No. So he goes over there, and he, and he Stabs, uses his powers. Yeah, or uses powers. So he, like, he grabs him by the throat, and basically, like, forces it all out of, like, him. And he's just like... And you don't owe me anything because apparently, if you're healed by the white sword, you're co- like conscripted into his army. Oh. And he's like, you don't owe me for that because cool. like because that was not cool. Because that was not cool. We don't do that. Yeah. While this is all going on and like everybody's fighting with each other, there is kind of a silly, funny moment that I can imagine people who are Apocalypse fans probably weren't a fan of, but like <laughs> I thought it was really funny. Yeah. Apocalypse is sitting on one side of the big long table. Genesis is on the other side of yes. the big long table with her annihilation mask on, mm-hmm. and like they just. There's just a beat. They don't say anything. And then he looks at her and he just says, I see you did well with the children. <laughs> and she just says, I did my best. Mm-hmm. But I was like, I thought that was kind of like, he's like, yeah. Yeah. No, they, good good work. Right? They're cowards and they uh, and they cheat. Yeah. Thank so you. fantastic. Mm-hmm. Everyone's like in chatting and in disarray and, and such. And Brian comes up to Saturnine and is like, hey, can we chat for a minute? And she's like, oh, hang on. And she freezes <laughs> everyone. Yeah. yeah. She's like, no, go ahead. What's up? And he's like, okay, so to be fair, she tried to kill one of our own mm-hmm. at this event. Yeah. And that's like really against the rules. So I think that you should 
say that we've won and send them home because like they broke the rules. Right. And she's like, I really want to do that. But to be fair, Wolverine was going to kill me. Right. He's like, but he didn't actually do it. Yeah. No, but he only didn't do it because you told him not to. <laughs> yeah, no, it's true. And like, essentially like she says that like, ah, I can't remember if it's here. No, it's later on. Um, but then, like, Brian gets mad at, at Wolverine because it's his fault. Like, because sure. literally, if Wolverine hadn't, hadn't done, done that, that, War would have still tried to poison him because she was worried about Wolverine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, like, she would have still done that and they would have won. Right. Then the next course comes out. The next course is Scarabs. Okay. Death is very upset about this. Naturally. He's like, that's a sacred bug. What yeah. are you doing? <laughs> and then Wolverine eats one of them in front of him. Good. He's like, haha. Um... Oh, then the final course is served, and it's really bizarre because she's like, "This is only the second time this has ever been served here," and it's just two platters of unicorns come out, roasted unicorn with like the head on. Okay. And Gross. like, you know, Wolverine digs in. Well, yeah, like the 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 sword is like or the white sword is like I'm gonna I'm in I'm, I'm trying this out. Storm's like no, yeah, and Wolverine's no. already eating it. He's right, like, this is good. Yeah, I'm down. I'm I'll doing bet. this. So basically, they literally they just have their dinner. Um, Cable is sitting by Genesis and Apocalypse and tries to like make conversation mm-hmm. between them, but like this, this has got to be weird for you, right? He's like, "That's a human word. <laughs> Don't use that." Okay. Um, they, it, uh, Iska ends up talking to Cable. Cause he's like, you're, you're that one that's unbeatable, right? Like, what mm-hmm. is that like? How are you really unbeatable? Like, I don't understand. Like, yeah. Then magic shows up and like, they're like, so you don't know what it's like to lose. And so they start giving her all these like random tasks. It's very childish, honestly, what they do mm-hmm. where they're just like, okay, they have her pin a tail on the back of Pogrepog with her like blindfolded and she okay. does it flawlessly. They stack a bunch of glasses and then have her pull one of the glasses out. Or well, the, the tablecloth out. It, yeah. okay. No, she's a... It works. And the flower's still standing. Yeah, exactly. They have like a dozen cups and like one of them has like a ball or something underneath it and she's able to find it. And right. Like, That's crazy. Okay. But like, essentially like Cable's like, I'm not looking forward to fighting you. No. Why and would she, you? And she's like, you know what though? Like that, you might actually live then. Mm. Because like you can forfeit, basically. <laughs> right. Um, Saturnine essentially is like all right cool the meal's done cool she grabs all the cards the her tower cards she throws them up in the air and she's like now let's reveal who our first bout will be tomorrow mm-hmm. and it's going to be iska the unbeaten versus betsy braddock okay because she hates betsy, betsy braddock so if like if anyone for some reason was under the like idea that like saturday night was going to be playing fair mm-hmm. no right like she has her own agenda obviously i can imagine people being so pissed at this event where they're like I don't get why this character I don't even know exists, who yeah. looks like a character that I know exists, who isn't even in this story, like has so much power over my favorite characters. Well, Saturnine's been like, a, it's not like they created for her. This, yeah, like, no, I know, but like she hasn't used her in like any of my favorite X Men events. I don't care. Exactly. She's here. She's here to stay. I'm sorry. And like, I know for a lot of people, they're like, she looks like Emma Frost. Yes. She has a counterpart. I know. I've and said, it's yeah. not Emma Frost. No. So get over it. No, but she looks just like her. That's derivative. So, wait, but what about all the redheads of Marvel? What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> so essentially we pick up like a Scalibur. Um, don't forget Jubilee and Shogo are still in Otherworld. Why? Because Shogo is healing. 
Oh. So he couldn't leave. And Jubilee's been with him. She's like in that, remember like the, they're the green priestesses? Mm-hmm. She's with them. Oh, okay. So Betsy reaches out to her and is like, hey, just as a heads up, like don't be alarmed. But like I have to fight, I've got to duel somebody because Jubilee has zero idea what's been going on. Sure, of course. So she's like, I just wanted you to know because I like to keep you in the loop, but like, I gotta, I gotta go fight a fight. She's like, well, I, I'll come help, I'll come help. She's like, no, no, no. No, like, don't, 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 don't do that. Don't do that. You'll lose too. Yeah, Iska comes to her and is like, you could just forfeit. Right. Like, don't make yourself look don't like Don't make me kill you. Don't make yourself look like an idiot, though, mm-hmm. out there. Right. So literally, they go to, like, the Ren Fair. Okay. And, like, Jamie Braddock is, like, hosting over it, and he's just like, like, hey, oh, well-met friends, here yes. we go. There's, like, an arena. What ho? Yeah, all of, like, you know, Wolverine's there, and Cable, and, like, they're all like, yeah, go Betsy, woo! Apocalypse mm-hmm. is not cheering. No. Um, and they begin to fight. You know, Betsy opens up, bashes Iska in the face. She's like, not bad. Like, pretty good. Mm-hmm. They they clash swords a little bit. Then Iska hits her with her sword. It shatters her sword. Oh, and then her. Oh. And she just... She sh- explodes into a billion pieces. Into glass, essentially. Okay. And they're like... And Saturn shows up and she's like, oh, it's over. I missed it. Anyway, point Araco. There you go. Clean up the remnants. Okay. And I'm like, she's not dead. Right. If you took the remnants, yeah, collect those and then yeah, put it back together. So like, like literally, everyone's really upset, and then immediately, um, Cipher's card shows up, right? And he's next, and okay. they're like, "We didn't even have a chance to mourn. Like, what are you doing? This is the event, man. This is it. Like swords, yeah. And he's gonna have to fight uh, Bay, the Blood Moon. Okay, I don't know these names. Bay is from Araco. She's like a wild woman. Okay, but like she's intense and, yeah, and, and big he's not. and very skilled. Sure. And she has a power, a, a power. She's got a power called the Doom Note, mm. which is like she sings and he dies or something. No, it's kind of like Black Bolt in a way. Okay, but it like it can destroy things, but like it also renders her like it's she can't. No one can understand her because of this thing as well. Mm. And so like Cipher can't understand her when okay. she's yelling things. He's Uh-oh. like he's like wait what? Like I I don't I don't know what you're saying. Yeah. Ooh, I don't know what you're saying. That's that's crazy. Yeah. And so. Cypher is taken to a room where a bunch of beautiful women, like, start dressing him. Okay. And he's like, hi, could anyone tell me what's happening? Could anybody, I guess it's bi, B-E-I, B-I-E, not maybe not bae, bi. Anyway, um, Cypher's like, you know, could you you tell me what's happening? Oh, you're putting a flower crown on me. Mm -hmm. This is very, like, midsummer. Am I going to be sacrificed? (laughs) (laughs) And Nick Cage comes in, he's like, no, it's cool. Not the bees. So, like, he gets, like, garbed up and then, like, led down a hallway where they open these doors. And he's like, what is, what is, what is happening? And they're in, like, a wedding chapel. Oh, what? And, like, Saturnine's like, hey, the groom's here. Cool. Because they had the lovers. And so she's marrying them. Oh. How, how do you win that? I, I don't know. Okay. Saturnine's out of her freaking mind. Yeah, what the hell? So, like, they have a wedding, and, like, he's like, oh, I didn't prepare, like, vows. And so, like, he gives some vows where he's just like, I don't understand you. And, like, there's, like, something amazing about that. Right. And, like, I'm way into this. It's like a dream. Right? And he's like, he's just like, well, he's, like, totally down for it. And, like, <laughs> and then she gives her vows, and they're, like, Conan-esque. Where, like, you know, she's like, I will... Love you with the force of the wave that crashes the shore and fight for you like the current that swallows the sand. And he's like, I don't know what she said. And Apocalypse like, it was good. It was very good. High five. How come Apocalypse knows what she's saying? Bro, I don't know. I don't know. But then, like, she has to reveal her face. Ah. 
And like she's, she's totally gross looking. She's beautiful. And Cypher's like, whoa. Sweet. That's I mean And Warlock becomes his boner and he's like, boy. <laughs> Then Shogo shows up with Jubilee and like attacks and is like, I, uh, I told Betsy to, to like reach out to me like X amount of time later and I haven't heard from her. What's happening? Oh, she's glass. Don't worry about that. Don't butt in or you'll forfeit the fight. Yeah, basically. And like, so like Storm tries to go out there to stop her. Shogo gets confused and attacks Storm. And, and then like, while this is all going on, like she, like his blood, the blood moon is going to go out there and like fight for yeah. her new husband. Right, right, right. And so like, they have like a very passionate kiss and then Saturnine uses her powers to like take over the mind of Shogo and like now claims her or claims him as her dragon. Mm-hmm. And like that's what happens. They get married. Okay. And then everybody gets a point. Oh. Cool. Right? Yeah. This strikes me as like Saturnine is trying to do something that requires the power of like certain tarot like sigils mm-hmm. to create a spell almost. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's less yeah, about like you, a competition it, and more about her servicing something else. Yeah. Like once these like arrange once I arrange these pieces in the proper order, I'll get special magic that'll make like whatever the hell. Exactly. Yeah. The next um competition is between uh Wolverine and Summoner. Yes. And uh it's a contest of strength. They go to Blightspoke, which is one of the realms of Otherworld, which is essentially like it's all these different realms and realities that have collapsed in on one another mm-hmm. and so it's like there's no rhyme or reason to anything yeah which um oh by the way this is written by uh benjamin ben percy. percy and and jerry duggan so it's the other way around oh. uh with art by joshua Cassara. i gotta tell you josh Cassara did like a really good job of like swinging from the fences on this one in a great way yeah because like they're fighting and like Wolverine's like, what the hell is this? Right. Like, and like the idea is they'd have to survive reality essentially at this point. And so, like, you see them traveling through like almost different art styles and like different realities cool. as they're fighting. Yeah. And then like this page happens, and I adore this page because it's literally a series of like very organic looking panels that like put them into like like in one of them like Wolverine is actually like a like a, a like a prehistoric beast, you know what I mean? And in one of them, Summoner and Wolverine are one person. Ah. And in one of them, they're like almost like Minecraft little game guys yeah. and like Tron and cave paintings. And like in one of them, they're just two pieces on a chessboard. Right. And I was like, oh, that's, that's kind of cool. That's fun. There's just a lot to look at on that page. And like one of them, I think it's like a, it's like almost like a, you know, like they're like little computer virus kind of things almost. Like it's just it's just fun. Yeah. And then. Wolverine kills Summoner and like loses. Right. She's like, no, I said it was to the death. He died first. Arako gets the point. Wolverine's like, what? what? Nah. Like, yeah, Wolverine has is. a real problem with that. He's like, I don't, I don't, that's like, cheating. It's he's like, bullshit. that's bullshit. Like you yeah. just, like you don't like me because I was going to kill you. Right. And you made up the rules. It just made up. Yeah. So then like she's, uh, he's at a bar with Saturnine and Mad Jim Jaspers is there. <laughs> and, and Rob's like, yes. <laughs> He's like, this is the greatest event yeah. of all time, everybody. Because Magic Jasper's been referenced. He's like, Much often. Much less being in the book. Yeah, yeah. And so like Storm's there as well. And the two of them have cards. And they're up against one another. And it's a drinking contest. Mm. And so Magic Jasper's has something that he's, he's going to be serving to them. And they okay. have to drink it. And essentially, they just get super drunk. Yes. And as like the more 
drunk they get, the more like sort of flirtatious they get. Of course. To the point they almost kiss. Right. Before Wolverine's poofed out of there. Okay. While that's happening though, um, Jasper's leaves out into the rain where he like, goes into a, a darkened alleyway where um, the death is waiting for him and Ooh. like gives him like a jeweled scarab. Okay. Like he's being paid for something. Oh. So Krakoa gets a point though anyway. Because okay. they they drink each other under the table, essentially. Okay. Or I think they drink the bottle. Right. Know. They finish it. Yeah. While that's going on, Arako is having its own person-to-person duel between war and Solemn. Mm. Remember Solemn who went on the quest with uh, Wolverine from Muramasa? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Remember how Solemn was the one who like you know, seduced War's husband and then that's why he died. Yes. So she hates him. Sure. So the two of them have to fight. Right. And War's like, yeah. Yeah. No, finally. Yeah. I I don't even care. Right. I don't don't even care what the point. Mm -hmm. This is just a pleasure. This is a pleasure for me. Totally. So Wolverine poofs in. Oh no. Between them. And like Solemn's like, do you remember when you... I gave you a sword and I said I would call on you for a fight one right, day. this is it. Or <laughs> it's like, I am drunk. Yeah, I'm and really like, messed up. And he's like, and if I'm drunk, that means my healing factor isn't kicked in. Right, so I can die here. He's like, I am. He's like, I, I have hammered. been drunk and had a fist fight. And he's like, and I have like fought with swords on a couple of sips of sake, but this isn't going to work. Right. And he's like, well, it's too bad. It's what we yeah, well, this to. is the fight. Yeah, let's do it. And like, Saturn's like, yeah, this is a fight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is, in the, this yeah. is in the book. Yeah, this is a fight. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's the first first one of you to cut off the other one's one of the other one's limbs. Okay. Oh, oh, and then I think ah, is it Solemn who tells him this? Oh yeah, Solemn's like, oh, and by the way, as he's leaving the battle, he's like, this works out for you, War, since you're fighting the guy who just uh, killed your son, because mm. Summoner was her son. Yeah. And so she's like, what? That's pretty perfect too, because it's like you know just. Yeah, it's all set up and it's all paying off. Yep. It's kind of neat. Yeah, exactly. And so like she, like it's cool because her head's on fire. So when she gets mad, it becomes more on fire. More fire. Um, and, and so she lunges for Wolverine and like, he's like, okay, yeah, right. No healing factor. I'm drunk. This is not going well. She gets a good hit in right at his neck. Yeah. And like, he's on the ground and her sword is just in his neck. And she's like, what? I should have taken your head. He's like, I have an adamantium spine. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. And then he uses his, pops his claws and he cuts her hand off. Nice. So, point Krakoa. Yeah. <laughs> no, point Araco. I was going to say. Because yeah, it was he's for fighting Solemn. for him. Yeah, yeah, so Araco still gets the point. Exactly. Oh, well. And that's that. So, like, what I think people are experiencing right now is that, like, we have hit the action movie half of this. Yeah. Yeah. And so, like. Kind of. Like, people. But like for like no in terms of pacing where right. it was like we had this very slow build and now it's like wham 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 yeah. you know what I mean definitely like, mm-hmm. it's just there's just so much happening simultaneously that like it's almost like we're running downhill and I feel like we could lose control yes and like fall right but hopefully we won't no you know like I I think very much we're seeing evidence that like sat I mean we already knew Saturn had something else going on. But, like, as it, she's setting up these bizarre competitions, it really feels almost like Bill Cipher sort of planning, mm-hmm. where it's like, I need these pieces in this place. Right. I don't know. Yeah. Makes sense. It does. I and- like that plan. I like the idea that Bill, like, the Bill Cipher, like, I need these characters in this configuration at this time yeah. in order to do this bigger thing. Like, I don't care about either of your little countries. I just needed your bullshit. Yeah, I just want to bring the Captain Britain Corps back or whatever. Right, or whatever she's doing. Yeah. Like, 
it feels like that. I mean, at the end of the day, like the fight we're all very much interested in is clearly going to be whatever she has set up for Apocalypse and Genesis. Yes. Like that's the one. I'm sure it'll be a tango or something. <laughs> and that's the thing. Like they all thought it was going to be swords and the first one was, but only because she hates Betsy. Right. You know? Right. And, and, and so like each fight now I'm like, what is Storm going to get? Like yeah. what? Like, so I, I very much have interest in this, but I could see people who were like, I thought this was going to be a battle of swords. Yeah. I'm a big My Hero Academia fan. And I thought this was going to be something totally awesome and baller. It is and kind like of awesome not. and baller. Well, I, it, to be fair, it's yeah. called 10 of swords. And like, we're not really like the swords are like, the key, just like Apocalypse said, like it right. really are just a ticket to be there. And who knows what will happen. Yeah. But that's it, like a tarot card. It's not like it's a promise of something. It's not maximum carnage, everybody. Or you're going to get maximum carnage, and it doesn't mean anything but that. Yeah, but I and I can, but I understand, and I feel for people who were expecting that. Oh, and totally. like, I don't think there's anything wrong with being disappointed with yeah. not getting the battles it? you thought you were going to get. We don't even see Warlock. Like Cipher's there, we don't even. Yeah, see what Warlock. the hell? Like, <laughs> we, yeah, what are we waiting for? Like, by the way, if they went, even when they do, like, bring in Warlock, they should have Sinkevich draw warlock that would be that, that would be pretty baller by the way if you're wondering what the count is the final count um for this week araco has five points and krakoa has two yes so which is which is fine yeah they, they can make it up exactly uh just some guy with mustache you know i never really saw it before but now i get it tiffany this issue made me realize dr strange is hot it's so hot because he's right on now. fire yeah uh-huh <laughs> uh heroing 2.0 hey sal how much one more day do you think spencer might fix with this current arc thanks for to both of you for your balanced opinions and great insights thank you heroing uh, I think it'll be referenced. I don't think it'll be fixed like everybody wants it to be. Uh, Sam Swingler says, did you see the Amazing Spider-Man Preview 53 that, do that dropped today? No, so I'm not going to read it, but thank you very much for your support. Um, and Justin Gotham does Mash Jim Jaspers does anything is mentioned slash appears Rob moans. <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> um, yeah. Also, there's somebody in the chat who keeps trying to bring up politics and he's like, dude, save it for Thanksgiving. So let's yeah, jump worry, into the next time. thing. Exactly. Yeah, you can disappoint <laughs> your parents later. So let's talk about Amazing Spider-Man. Uh, yeah. Like, I'm, I'm interested. 52. Um, my, okay. So you're like. So, you're really excited for this. Yeah. I was talking about this. I uh, And I still believe that Amazing Spider-Man, like if you want to, if you were sitting on the fence or if you're like, I quit the book, which we all know you didn't, but like, let's say you did for the sake of argument. Um, you know, if you quit the book and you're like, ah, call me when Kindred shows up. Well, he's here. And, um, uh, I, I would say if you were like waiting for the thing to happen when like it matters, pick up issue 50 and go from there. Like that's all you need. I did forget a fight too. I, I, I totally forgot the fight because it was so stupid. Oh, Pog or Pogs. Yeah. Versus magic. It, it turns out to be an arm wrestling match. Yep. It's over in a panel. Yeah. I was like, ha, okay. Ha, ha. I mean, like, I get it. Like, you know, it's literally what whatever it is. But yeah. it's like... So they didn't kill him, like, that way. Well, no, but like, again, like, the only person who has died is... Well, the only people who have died are Summoner and Betsy. Yep. Betsy, in quotes. Right. And Summoner, in quotes. Um, like, for death. Um, but yeah, Magic, you think she's gonna have this, like, baller sword fight. Which it makes sense. It's like, that is uh, the right type of irony. Yes. In a way, because it's course. like, you have this chick who's, like, all about fighting and using her soul sword and incredibly, like competent and whatever but it's like literally over in a panel yeah so yeah by the way that issue of excalibur is drawn by phil noto yay that's so really fun so it's good looking <laughs> but very warm colors oh cool nice uh brian t baller brawler i'm loving these so-called fights of ten of swords i'm not disappointed nice good no, i'm not either i really enjoy them except 
again, like the magic one, only because it was over so quickly. I yeah. was like, oh. oh. But I'm getting a lot of like magic in other books. It's it's totally fine. And like I said, like I liked the joke there. Right. Like joke, got mm-hmm. it, nailed it, moving on. Uh, TV, just a couple of bones because I love the content discussions. Thank you. Thank well, you. Thank you TV. very Thanks much. Thanks for your support, man. Appreciate Good seeing the you bones. again. Uh, so yeah, Last Remains, Amazing Spider-Man number 52, of course, written by Nick Spencer with art by Patrick Gleason. I like um, that they kind of did the, um, the little headstone thing at the top or like that yeah. one cover that's the entire thing. Yes. That's Amazing 400. The yeah. WMA. And it's like, you can't read it. You can't read it because it's like embossed for no reason. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But like that reminds, makes it, you think of very that. Very much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, this is, it's funny. Like this, this book is a lot of like, why didn't you just do that? Like Re- Last Remains is the thing where it's like, why didn't why didn't you just do that? Right. Like, w- like when they were like, yeah, we got Ryan Otley and he really doesn't want to be here, and it's like, why didn't you just get Patrick Gleason? And it's like, yeah, we got Nick Spencer. He's gonna do this Kindred thing. Why don't you just tell us who Kindred is? And it's like, here you go. Here here is what Spider Man should have been for the last fifty issues. Okay. And uh, you know because it's like I don't care about Trisandal. I don't care about Peter going to college. Like I don't, I don't care about like most of the things Spencer's done. Mm-hmm. Like I appreciate that they were done. But it's like they nothing here felt nothing he in his run has felt like authentic or valuable. It's all felt like house cleaning slash like self indulgence. Where it's like I'm gonna do a whole issue about Gog, and it's like I'm gonna I'm gonna manipulate you to feel bad. But like it feels very like deliberate in your manipulation to do something with Gog, and it was like. That's not what I'm here for. Like, I'm not here for that. Like, if I want to feel bad, make me feel bad about a Spider-Man character in my Spider-Man book. You know, not Gog. But uh, we're finally here. Amazing Spider-Man 52. Um, it's just the fight. It's Spider-Man fights Kindred. Okay. And, uh, you know, Kindred, of course, set up like this macabre dinner scene, which is not unlike the J.M.D. Mateus run with Spider-Man and Salvagema, where like Harry Osborn, Green Goblin set up this macabre dinner, but with living people <laughs> this time. Uh, it's with dead people. And uh, corn? What? You know, corn on the macabre. On the macabre? Yeah, that, I made that joke last time you talked oh. about that. I don't know why I did, that didn't resonate with me. <laughs> but thank you for doing it again for our benefit. Uh, anyway, so, like, he dug up all these corpses of dead people mm-hmm. uh, who mean something to Spider Man, Gene DeWolf, uh, you know. And oh, Jean DeWolf, you say? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> who'd have remembered her? Uh, George Stacy, uh, Jean DeWolf, Marla, mm-hmm. Flash, Gwen, and even Uncle Ben. And it's like, that's something even Dan Slott wouldn't do. Where it's like, I didn't re- I didn't bring him back to life or whatever phony clone bullshit you can call. Oh, that's not Uncle okay. Ben. Uncle Ben's here. And um, so Spider-Man is just like freaking out. And Kindred knows this. That's why he did it. And, uh, you know, he says like, the reason why we're all here is because we're family. And Spider-Man like punches him. And they have a fight, and basically Spider-Man, like, does the thing, a fire erupts. I think we're going to get rid of their bodies. Like, I think the idea is their bodies are all going to burn up. Or they all become ghost riders. Right. Well, thankfully, these are just these are just corpses. Oh. But Kindred basically is, like, you know... Kindred sets up Spider-Man to do the big Spider-Man thing, where he, like, gets all his strength, he gets his resolve, he closes his eyes, and he just, like, takes out Kindred, but... Kindred's, like, not really alive or a person. So when Spider-Man goes for, like, the killing blow, which, of course, like, should be always... Whenever Spider-Man goes for the killing blow, it should be a big deal, but it never is because people who are writing it never care. But he, like, punches his arm through Kindred, and Kindred's like, I'm not really alive! Ha-ha! And I've, like, 
I, you know, I took those sins of Norman Osborn or whatever, and I turned people into ghouls and demon people. I took the Spider family and I turned them into characters you don't care about. And so, when he knocks Spider-Man out, Spider, he he pushes Spider-Man through a, a window, mm-hmm. which looks like a dream window into another reality. But like, let's assume for the sake of argument that it's not. It looks dope, though. I really, you like, know, it, the, I like the, the, the art's fantastic. The imagery, yeah. Uh, but he he ends up on the ground his mask is off and he's seeing like the carnage of everyone not to be confused with the symbiote carnage (laughs) of of all these spider characters who are infected with these like with this demonic force ravaging new york Uh uh spider woman and aranya and you know silk and everybody and uh you know gwen miles is not affected he purged it but spider gwen is still affected and they're on the Brooklyn Bridge oh, and no. she's throwing Miles off there. So it's like this perversion of everything. Like Gwen is doing the crime that she died for and he's killing Miles with it. Uh-huh. So and Peter's just Peter like just just tearfully begs Kindred to just take him instead of them. And he's like, okay, we'll make a deal. And so uh Kindred uses his magic uh, and takes away the you know the the demonic force Re- on all the spider regardless people. Regardless of the silly like centipede limbs around that hand mm-hmm. that is a really cool visual like, yeah that is a really cool way to break down a panel i agree sorry no gleason is swinging for the fences with this run mm-hmm. he's doing an amazing job not just with his cover game which is of course triple a uh but with his his, his panel design and with his characters mm-hmm. he's doing a great job but uh so the spider people are released and uh you know everyone's okay including gwen and peter's just happy to see it and kindred's like okay now that we've made a deal let's go Let's go somewhere and talk. And he uses his, like, centipede arm to snap Peter's neck, and so Peter dies. That's the end of the book. The book took about four and a half minutes to read. Uh, <clears throat> so you might be like, oh. But next week, another issue of Spider-Man's coming out. Uh, and it's not period LR. Uh, but yeah, so obviously we're in another dream. Uh, Spider-Man didn't really die. We're going through this experience to kind of like have Spider-Man live through like his greatest failures and his and his and his, you know, whatever's uh, so we can get to the like, you know, to the Harry Osborn reveal and the Mephisto element of the deal. Because like we've been telegraphing enough about like deals, days, Mary Jane relationships, truths, Harry, like, yes, you're doing a Mephisto thing. Uh-huh. Yes, you're doing a one more day thing. We get it. Um, OK, <laughs> let's let's get to it, because the last two issues have been like we're cutting to the chase like norman revealed that harry is kindred peter is fighting kindred we're getting rid of the spider family from this story by you know making them antagonists in Mm tie-ins now it's kindred versus peter peter is dead so we can do this other thing okay let's do this let's move on to the next thing so it's exciting uh a lot of lot of uh forgive the term but breakneck speed and action in this story uh good great art um peter feels a little underpowered and a little more like susceptible and pathetic but like you know he's been you know the corpses of his of his failures and family might do that to you i don't know uh it's it's doing everything right it's one of those things where it's like it's it's just it's what you come to expect from spencer spider-man right now which is like you are doing everything right but why don't i feel it um, with this, I did feel it. I enjoyed it, but it was because of how fast I read it and how right. much I wanted the next story. 
Um, but I'm more excited about what it means and where it's going. Right, right, right. Like, it's not, none of, nothing in Spencer's run has been about the moment mm. and the experiences. There's a moment in one of Zdarsky's Daredevil books between Spider-Man and Daredevil that, like, brought tears to my eyes. Just a moment. And it's something we've been waiting for forever. And it's like, it's just this, it's, and it's a true character moment. <laughs> yeah. Right? And it doesn't have anything to do with the plot. And there, there hasn't been a single earned moment like that in any in the in fifty two issues of Spencer's run. Right, a single one. And when I say earned, I'm talking about like don't tell me you cried a gog because like yes, of course you did. It was one of those like corporately created and engineered things where it's like okay, if I, if I sad animal plus abandonment, you know, plus big eyes equals sadness. Like yeah, we get it. Like I get it. But damn. But that, so, that, yeah, that is true, though. Right. That equation you just it, came up with. It is with not is... incorrect. <laughs> but yeah, like, it's it's good stuff. It's great stuff. And I'm excited for where it's going. I don't think I realized, like, you literally said number 52, and I didn't realize that it's Spencer been, been going been on, on for 52 issues. It feels like Spencer just got on. Yeah, it really does. Like, and I'm not talking, and it's because most of his run has been un unmemorable. Hmm. Like, when, and, and he's done some fun stuff, like, hey, the big man, or like, hey, look, uh, it's the Spider-Man and the Peter Parker were split. That, that he, he squeezed four or five issues out of that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. All right. But none of it was, like, that exciting. Yeah, like, Spy he, he, they made a big deal about, like, Boomerang is Peter Parker's, like, roommate. And I'm like, that's not a plot point. In fact, that's a regression. They don't know that each like he knows he's Boomerang, but Boomerang doesn't know he's Peter. So there's there's no there's not a, that's like him living with Aunt May again. Like it's just oh how am I gonna get out without the person knowing? But even then you didn't do that. Maybe they like needed him to like do some filler. If he maybe he's gonna make an actual big change here, and they needed X amount of time before that could happen, and yeah. so he had to just write bullshit in between. I don't know. It feels like a lot. But you like, know what I mean? Yeah. Like Where they're just like, no, you we're gonna you let you tell the story. That. Yeah. But like you're gonna need a couple of like filler things because there's some stuff we got to do first right yeah i don't know what that would be i don't know maybe i'm just grasping at straws it feels uh, it, i don't know yeah that's the whole that's the whole run has been but like, i'm really glad you're excited about it now like that, that that does my heart some good right yeah no i feel a, good it's too. a character that you really respond to and I like do. obviously you like it's one of your favorites and so yeah. like for you to actually be excited Mm -hmm. Again, like, I, I don't know, that, that brings a smile to my face. Oh, thank you. Yeah, no, I'm <laughs> excited too, because, like, people, like, you know, I've been like, eh. Like, it hasn't really resonated with me. And, mm -hmm. like, listen, I've read hundreds of issues of this, re of this series, and so it's like, I know when a writer gets you. Mm -hmm. I've had that happen. I've had that happen with, like, one, one issue of a writer. You know, like, mm -hmm. and, you know, it's the same with, like, when Bob Gale is writing Spider-Man, or, you know, where it's like, Man, I should love this. Right. I don't. Mark Wade did a Spider-Man miniseries, and I was like, finally, I'm in. Mm -hmm. Right? I'm like, this is horrible. Yeah. Like, you know, it just didn't hit me. It didn't yeah, yeah. pull me in. I'm like, I get this. And, like, I understand your structure, and I understand why you're, like, you know, why it's successful technically. But, like, mm -hmm. it just doesn't reach me. It doesn't grab me. And it's like, and, it, and I'm not, like, uh, you know, just beholden to certain writers. It's not like, oh, if J.M.D. Mateus is writing it, then I'm out, you know, or, right, or, right. or, or J.M. Straczynski or anyone with J.M.'s in their name. You know, like, I, I'm just, if, if, as long as it's, like, compelling and structurally sound and, you know, but, it, like, it's funny because, like, Spencer doing the same thing. It's just that some sometimes just doesn't 
doesn't click. Yeah. Uh, so I do recommend it. I, I think that this are I think literally like if you've not read any Spider-Man, read the last three issues. You will save yourself a lot of... You'll be like, dude, I love Spencer Spider-Man. So <laughs> like, 50, 51. 50, 51, and 52. 52. I think that's all you need. I, like, literally, because it's like, whoa, this kindred guy... Like, literally, if you read those, you'll be like, whoa, this bug guy seems pretty crazy. Whoa, it's Harry. Whoa, he's killed Spider-Man. Like, yeah, that's it. Instead of, like, two years of, like, when are you going to tell me who kindred is? I bet someone has a list out there of, like, all of the things that were kindred-related mm -hmm. in the 49 issues before that. Yep. Um, I'm sure. Yeah. Like, what's his connection with Mysterio? Who cares? Uh, Hats Beetle had no interest in Punchline, but I'll pick it up after hearing Bluebird is in it. <laughs> I was a fan of Harper and Cass from Batman and Robin Eternal. Thank you. Nice. It is very, like, Harper is in it, and it feels like she's going to be playing a larger role in the rest of the story coming up. I will say this issue was very much more about Punchline, so, like, she's in it. But like you're getting way more punchline than than Harper right now. Just right. as a heads up. Yeah, she's just it's she's in it. She's but in she it. seems like she a puts character. on the costume. Yeah, she puts on. She is Bluebird at the end. She doesn't really do anything, but she is there. Nice. So, uh, Mr. Giggles, hey guys, my weekly comics and gains event. Much love. Thank you very much. Thank man. you so much. And uh, Devil Ham, <laughs> you are amazing. It's a exercising uh, pair doing a little parade for us. Thank you very much, Devil Ham. <laughs> Thanks for your support, man. <laughs> I love these gifts. They're great. Oh my gosh. Terrific. Thank you, man. Uh, let's jump into some recommendations okay. for books that are coming out with this week we think you should pick up. You want to go first? Uh, sure. Uh, they're doing a King in Black thing. Symbiote Spider-Man. Uh, I These books are so great. If only they weren't drawn by Greg Land. All right. You like the Symbiote Spider-Man Symbiote Spider-Man is a great book. Uh, and if they were prose novels or drawn by literally anyone else, they'd be great. That's fair. Like, it's so frustrating. There's been three, including this new series. But it's just, you know. Yeah, I hear you. It's just, it just looks horrible. I hear you. Uh, Rorschach 2 comes out. Mm -hmm. This'll be it. Yeah, I don't know. I think we're just mentioning it more than we're saying, like, we recommend it. This right. was, like, you know, I really do like Tom King's miniseries, but, like, this one didn't really connect with me. Same. Um, and, and so, like, just as a reminder, this is coming out. We're going to give this one a shot at the very least. Yep. Um, but I'm not, like... Yeah. I, I don't have the passion for this that I do for Strange Avengers, Mr. Miracle, Vision. Exactly. <laughs> Same. Uh, but this will be my decision as to whether I'm going to read this book anymore. Yeah. This, that's a cool... Uh, the covers are great. The, that's a really cool cover because it looks like some like old school retro like novel or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Looks great. Dig it. Uh, Dark Knight's Metal number five comes out. I'm going to read it. When was the last time that came out? Was Too it... long ago. No, it was probably last month. It was not. It was... Or maybe it was last I month, but was. like it feels like, a, it feels feels like, like, like three months ago. Yeah. Uh, and there have been like 17 tie-ins since then. Uh, this, is, this is actually like one of the issues that matters. Uh, How many issues are there? Are these? Too fucking many. Okay. And uh, and Amazing Spider-Man fifty-three. Yay! Like, last remains part four. Uh, so I guess yeah, like so I guess grab grab the last four issues because that's like the arc. Did this the other one just came out last week? It was yeah, I think so. So that's I don't care. Cool. You got to talk about it. So yeah, yeah. Whatever. Mark Bagley drew this one. Ooh, that's exciting. This is something I've been telling them for years. Like, just get Bagley to draw Spider-Man again. I guess if they did have them pretty close to one another, they might have needed to give Gleason, like, you a know, like, like a second. I don't like, blame them, yeah. Yeah, like, let Bagley fill in. If they want to do Bagley-Gleason just back and forth, fine by me. Do it. There you go. But yeah, those are my recommendations. 
Uh, I got a couple of of wrecks this week. Uh, most a lot of they're all wrecks, but they're also just reminders um, for my my die crew out there. You're gonna be looking for die number fifteen this week. Uh, it's Karen Gill and Stephanie Hans. We haven't talked about it in a while, no. um, but that is coming out. Once some of these books get a little higher in the numbers, I, I kind of generally talk about them because I don't want to ruin them. Yeah. Um, but I just want to remind you that that's coming out. Once a Future number 13, um, also by Kieran Gillen, with art by Dan Mora, will be coming out. Yep. Volume you, 2. You can also pick up Volume 2 of the book. So if you were trade waiting on this, you now can pick up Volume 1 and Volume 2. Catch yourself up. Um, this is $17. That's not bad. They're not image trade prices. No. But still not bad. like... Price to sell, it's like ten bucks. You grab it. I they I haven't seen a ten dollar one in a, in a while though yeah. from them. Sometimes the number ones. Um, also, something is killing the children. Number twelve is coming out. So for me, next week's going to be a bigger indie week. Um, so that's uh, James Tynan the fourth. I know we literally just got done saying how we're not super fans of some of his characters, a lot of his newer characters. However, his indie stuff, something is killing the children. I got to tell you, it, he's knocking it out of the park. You know, it's just it's just such a strong series. Um, so highly recommend that. Uh, Werther Del Edera mm-hmm. is fantastic. Yeah. It's just a perfect match for this. Um, also, just as a heads up, just as a really random thing that they're putting out, um, DC Dollar Comics next, or this, this week, um, you'll see Sandman number 23, which I was like, okay, um, it's kind of the start of an arc. It, it's, it's Morpheus dealing with Lucifer at the start of a story that you can read. Um, so I thought that was kind of interesting that they went with this. They didn't go with a one shot either. No. I was like, that's, they, they, this is almost kind of really smart. Yeah. Yeah, because you'll buy that, and then you'll buy the trade. Well, because it's like, with that issue, you have two characters that people probably have heard of thanks to TV and other avenues at this mm-hmm. point, as opposed to starting with like the first issue, which is like a cool story and very interesting, but might be overwhelming because the main character really, like the, the title character really isn't in it. Right. Um, and, and so like I was like, oh, okay. I, I, yes. Yes. Yeah, I get it. You're not going to go into the dollhouse. That's, 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 that's fair. And it's um, a buck. And it's a dollar, so you really can't go wrong. I want to make sure I get this in order here. I think we're starting. So uh, in order to uh, keep up with Ten of Swords, next week you're going to be looking for, or next week, this Wednesday, you're going to be looking for X-Force number 14, which will be chapter 17 of Ten of Swords. Then you're going to jump over to Hellions number 6, which will be chapter 18. And then you're going to be picking up Cable number 6, which will be chapter 19. Um, So that'll catch you up. Then after that, we literally have three more left. They'll be coming out on the 25th, and then we'll be done with Ten of Swords, and we'll be back to our monthly just picking up the pieces yep. and seeing where thing, where it goes after this. Yes, I, I have a theory that after Ten of Swords, it's going to be a big Moira reveal. You think? Yeah. Just to remind, like as like a reward slash reminder, where you're like, because Ten of Swords, for a lot of people, when they announced it, yeah. you know, they had this like beautiful, like I don't remember who drew it. It was Mark Brooks, I mm-hmm. think. Where it's like it's kind of painterly quality, and it's all these X Men with swords. Yeah, and like most of them aren't actually in it. Uh, they're not in it. They don't have swords. Like it yeah. you know, they have swords, but like they don't do anything with them. So it's like you're just like what? Yeah. Uh, so you, you know, it was hype, and then it was like, hopefully, I've got you, and now you've got this like little fun story about magic and crap. And it's like, if not, you're gonna be like, God damn it! I just slogged through ten of swords, and then they're gonna go, Oh my god! I could see that. I could see. A I reminder. Think- I think for a lot of folk, it's going to be a potential status quo shift for Apocalypse. Mm. Potential. I'm not saying for sure. We don't know what's going to happen. He's been such a big player with this. And I, and I, 
regardless of what his fate is at the end of this, I think we'll see a little less from him right now. And we will probably shift our focus back to folk like Sinister and Magneto and and Xavier, because don't forget Sinister definitely has his own crap going on. And like, we kind of started with that, you know, a little before this, but like post this, especially in light of the fact that in theory, none of these mutants can be brought back if they die over there. Right. But, or or if they do come back, they become changed. They're wrong. They're wrong. No, they're changed. They're changed. You know, it's funny. You know, the theory that, like, the big Secret Wars X-Men event would be called Age of Apocalypse, because mm-hmm. everybody loves Age of Apocalypse. If they kill Apocalypse in Ten of Swords, and he, they bring him back, and he's the Age of Apocalypse version of Oh, Apocalypse. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, oh, this isn't right. Yeah, this is all messed up. It's all, it's all messed, messed up. up. I gotta, where's Wildchild? He's, he's around. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> How come Sunfire doesn't look totally awesome? <laughs> uh, so yeah, uh, just a just a quickie little theory. I, I don't go. know, you know. Yeah, I don't like. Part of me has been trying to like figure out where this is going. A part of me is just enjoying the journey because yeah. you know, because it is like a you're dealing with a bunch of characters. It, they're all pretty like they're all everyone's tensions are high. Yeah, and it's like you and you legitimately like another big thing. I think people are complaining about with this book. So they can't see it coming. They're I'm like, sure that, that I didn't see that coming. Yeah, for and sure. And that disappointed me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I think for some people, it's also the fact that like Apocalypse seems very passive right now. Right. Like he's taking. It's like yeah, but he's a cauldron of rage. I think so. Um, and like as much as I believe that Apocalypse does have some sort of plan, there he really hasn't shown his hand. Yeah, or indicated that he actually does. No. Um, and so like in my heart of hearts, I'm like, no, I think he, 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 he should, he should. And like, so you have Saturnine who's very much like flaunting the fact that she's doing something else. And then I feel like you have Apocalypse who's like quietly doing something else, mm-hmm. like with the quiet council. Yeah. Um, and then you have, of course, Genesis, who is like a player who's very much made her desires known. Uh, like, yeah. She's not really like nothing. She's wearing it right on her sleeve there. Um, someone brought up the fact that it's like technically the white sword could resurrect them. Yes, but then in theory they might be conscripted into his army. Right. Mm. So. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. <laughs> so he has a lot of neat stuff. Uh, if you want more, of course, go to twitch.tv slash comicpop to watch uh, Tiffany play Miles Morales uh, Tuesdays and Wednesdays until the game is over, I guess, right? I don't want to yeah. sign you up for that. Did you see Duggan's writing Cable as well? It's like Hickman, Duggan, and like Teeny Howard are like... This is their event. Yeah. I mean, it's not just them, but no. like I see their names all over everything. Totally. And Ben Percy too. Oh, of course. Uh, but yeah, we'll, uh, we'll, we want to thank you so much for hanging out with us and uh, indulging us in this episode. If you want more, subscribe. The best way to help us out, uh, outside, of course, from the Super Chats and the generosity, which we do appreciate it. Thank you so much, everybody who did use the Super Chat today and sponsored today's episode. And kept it honest and forthcoming. This is how the show remains, you know, the way it is. Uh, the best way to do so uh, is to subscribe. The other way, uh, if you want to help us out, just uh, like the video. Watch it to, to completion. And, uh, you know, because watch time is a big important factor. And uh, and subscribing and getting notifications about such subscriptions. So, you mm-hmm. know, making sure you get the, you know when we're going live. So you can join us live and, uh, you know, and you know when we're putting out shows. Like, for example, tomorrow, Elseworlds Exchange. It's another podcast that we're normally doing live, but tomorrow it's going to be me and uh, actually Jim Zub are going to talk about Mandalorian. So you can check that out tomorrow, yeah, probably so around 10 a.m. It's less an time. interview and more just... It's a conversation. You've got about, a different co-host this it, time. It, literally, it's just Zub's, <laughs> Zub is just just filling in for Joel in that episode. Uh, and I don't want to diminish it because it really... like I, I literally, I called Zub and I'm like, we should do a show. We're talking Mandalorian. That's the idea. So we're going to just chat about comics, about Mandalorian, about Star Wars, about fandoms, about Comic-Cons. It's it's a very big, long conversation. I think you're really going to dig it. So check it out tomorrow. 
Uh, and then the back issues, which will be on a uh, big Iron Man book. So stay tuned for that, I guess. Yay. And if you want to watch that episode live, you can always go to patreon.com slash comic pop, uh, which is where we release episodes of back issues early. You, you want to watch it early, not live. Yeah, not live. We don't do back issues live. <laughs> oh my god, I just want to make sure. <laughs> Would not go well. No. Uh, but yeah, and uh, and if you uh, if you like more, and if you want to see us do like a huge live stream, get us to 100,000 subscribers. Once we hit that, another epic seven hour live stream biggest with the entire crew. live stream ever. ever. It would be the biggest show we've ever done. I don't know how we'd make it big. It'd be a juggling bear. Yeah. It's just Ben. Right. That'll be the trick. <laughs> That's like Saturday. You're like Saturday planted. Yeah. <laughs> there is definitely going to be a juggling bear. Don't worry. <laughs> it's been. Anyway, thanks a lot for hanging out. We'll see you guys next week. And the-